Today on Shattered the Mold, we're talking about decoding peak human performance. You definitely don't want to miss this one, so stick around and don't you change that dial or drop that phone. We're about to level it up and shatter the mold. Question. In a world where groupthink is the norm, others want what you've earned, and thinking for yourself will get a target painted on your back, how do you flip the script and level up your business, your money, relationships, your health, your status, and your life? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Andrew S. Kaplan, and it's time to shatter the mold. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Shatter the Mold. Andrew S. Kaplan here. Really excited for today's episode. Uh, before we dive in, obviously, I just want to make sure to give a quick thank you for everyone who supported the new YouTube channel. Uh, you can get there by going to either awesomemarvelous.com or just going to youtube.com slash Cap with a K. And uh, obviously, the channel is in support of the last Law of Attraction book you'll ever need to read, which is uh, still doing great on Amazon. I'm still so grateful for all the positive feedback, all the great five-star reviews, and really just all the positive goodwill around it. Um, the book could not have gone possibly better these past couple of months, and I'm really excited for all the people that are so excited about the content, and they're really getting so much out of it. With that part said, uh, I don't want to waste any more time here. I'm going to dive into my interview with Steve Adams. And, you know, it's interesting because I try to get as much information from people as possible to give them an intro worthy of their skill set and worthy of their insight. And he was so understated about, you know, how he kind of described what he used to do. But this man is a huge, huge success and really, really smart person. Uh, he had a decade-long corporate banking career, and he was actually president of the bank at age 35. And once that was done, he built a retail company to $100 million in revenue. And now he's diving into uh, what he calls his third act in life. And he's developing this peak performance company called Tiger Neuroscience. And we'll dive into what he's really doing there and, and what it really means to achieve peak human performance. So uh, without further ado, we're just going to dive on into this. Here's me and Steve Adams as I switch up mics. This is going to be a really good one. So stick around. Steve Adams, thank you so much for being here, my friend, and welcome to Shatter the Mold. Thank you, Andrew. I'm happy to be on. Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't even know where to begin with you, man. Because, you, like, what a pedigree! For I know there's there's more to life than money, but just in terms of using that as a barometer, what a pedigree for success that you've had and you kind of like bring with you to the table, and the fact that you've switched gears in the way that you switched gears and the direction that you're taking it's obvious that it's not about the money for you. It's about impact. It's mm -hmm. about making a difference. And um, I guess that, that kind of like brings me, you know, to tiger neuroscience, like what inspired you? I know it's the kind of the tagline is decoding human performance. What inspired you to go in this direction to begin with? Well, at the kind of the end of my run as an entrepreneur, uh, you know, uh, you know, I'd, I'd spent a decade in corporate banking. That was a high pressure uh, job, a lot of demands, and then I jumped from that into uh, building a retail uh, uh, business that turned into a large chain. And, you know, one of the things that I've been a reader my whole life, Andrew, and um, I really bought into the psychology of success, um, but I kind of ignored the physiology. And that's kind of funny. I'm an ex-college athlete. I was a football player in college. And um, so, you know, I know better, but I just ran hard. And as I was getting to the kind of 2015, 16, um, I was really starting to experience burnout. And um, um, later I went and learned that I had, I actually had that. There's a, there's like a validated test. You can understand that. And 
Um, we've got something on our website that kind of mirrors that. It's not clinical, but it, it gives you an idea. So anyway, um, we had done an acquisition down in the Washington, D.C. area, um, and we, um, we had signed uh, the quarterback of the Redskins at the time, Kirk Cousins, to be a, a um, celebrity endorser for our business. And he let me know that he was working with a brain coach. And so I went to this guy, and I realized when I got assessed that I was severely out of balance. My, my nervous system, my autonomic, my autonomic nervous system, which is a branch of your central nervous system, which kind of decides whether you're in flight or fright or in rest and recovery. I was always in fright or flight, always, chronically. And, it was, and, and at 52 at the point, I'm 56 now, at 52, it was starting to show up in my health. And, uh, and so I went on this guy's program and it had a transformative effect on me. And, um, I also put my son on it. He had ADHD and, uh, his grade point average went from a two O to like a three seven. Wow. And, and, and he just went from not thriving to just thriving. And now he works for me today. He's one of our performance concierge coaches. And, um, and so, uh, I started to work with this guy and see if there was a way that we might be able to do business. And, um, you know, I came to the point where I realized I needed to be done with my entrepreneur career. So I sold to my partners, took some, just a little bit of time off. And I started this company because I wanted to have an impact on people who want to be high performers. uh, But all they know is hard work, run faster, work longer. And there really is alternatives to that. And, and so that's why I did it. And, um, and now I've been into it for about a little over two years and we've had some great success stories and it's just a lot of fun to be able to have that kind of impact and, and also help people not get to the point where I was. Right, right. Now, you know, I'm, I'm not sure where this conversation is going to go, but I, I'm curious for you, like based on what you've done and how it helped you and how you serve people, are we talking about diet? Are we talking about brain exercises? Are we talking about a combination? Like what's really involved in helping people yeah. get to that peak performance state and really most likely getting out of a less than productive state that they might not even realize that they're in? Yeah. Great question. By the way, do you go by Andy or Andrew? I go by Andrew. Okay, good. All right. Yeah. So I'm respectful. Um, so uh, it's really all of that. So it really, it depends on our client, how far they want to go on the journey with us. And so we've, we've developed it so that um, they can start a little bit easily by through an online course. We, we call it get into the zone. Okay. Which is really flow state or get into the zone. Those are the same kind of, those are the same thing with different terms. And um, you know, uh, I'll answer your question shortly and then let me give you some context. Okay? Yeah, for sure. I so, noticed so, like, by the way, they need to build that foundation so yeah. that the answer makes sense. So please yeah. have at it, my friend. Right. So we have the course and then we have a brain and heart rate variability and sleep coaching program. And then we have a health optimization coaching program with a neuroendocrinologist, naturopathic MD who's brilliant um, from the West coast. Uh, he's designed that. Um, so it's like precision medicine. So you can go from online course to the brain program to that. Mm-hmm. And we're even talking about now building a concierge medicine for people who are high performers. Cause when you get to that level, your general doctor can't even talk to you the way you want to talk about your health. So um, we're working on that. So that, that's the big picture. Um, so, uh, so the online course uh, really what we're trying to do is, 
um, get people to quit thinking about running faster, working longer, working harder, and get into the zone, get into a flow state, all right? And to do that, though, you've got to address your physiology, your psychology, and how you engineer your life, okay? So there's mindset adjustments, there's physical adjustments, and then there's actually, like, how do you manage your relationship with your phone? How do you design your day? Because what we're trying to do with all of our clients is help them go from what most of the world is now is highly distracted. Um, it, it's becoming increasingly difficult for people to actually sit and focus for a solid hour on one thing. Mm-hmm. What our program will do is help you do that. So what we'll do is help you get to the point where you can do two, three, four hours a day where you're thinking about one thing and everything's put away. And when you do that, you're able to do what we call deep, high quality value add work versus someone who is constantly distracted, constantly interrupted, has no structure built around their life to be able to do deep work. Mm-hmm. And they, they have terrible physiology. Maybe their mindset's bad. And that person's doing what we call shallow work. And these, these terms come from a book, uh, by Cal Newport, um, a professor at Georgetown in computer science. He wrote a book called Deep Work. Mm-hmm. And, yep, I know the name. Yeah, so that's our whole goal is we're trying to set you up to be able to operate in a flow state every day at will when you want, okay? That, that's so awesome. And, you know, it's, it's interesting because I'm meeting you now. I did not have the benefit of your insight or your expertise, but um, I remember years back, you know, being given that, um, I guess, the counterintuitive idea of like multitasking is a misnomer. And it's more about like, listen, you multitask, that basically means you're doing a bunch of things with diluted focus and you're doing them all them bad versus take making the decision like, no, let me set my intention and my focus on this one thing to do it in the best way, which ironically helps you do it not only better, but also helps you do it quicker. Faster. Yes, we, and there's a lot that goes into like our course. Um, It's a three- part eight it's eight weeks three times that's how long it takes to get through all of this mm-hmm. but yeah when you know people think that they have to do five things at once because they'll never get it all done but the reality is is you're taxing your working memory and you're leaving attention residue these are all things that are in a book that i'm writing that's going to come out that are researched okay um a, a lady from a professor from the university of vermont flat says multitasking does not work. It's a lie. Stop right. doing it. And, um, and so, but, but to make the one thing at a time work, you have to step back and go, what is my vision? What is my mission? What are my core values? Now set my goals out of my mission, vision, and core values, and then figure out what, what's the critical inch for me. So like for me, I know there's four things I need to do every day. That's learning. I need to write. I need to do sales activity and I need to do marketing strategy. So I build my whole week around those four things. And when you get to that level of clarity and specificity, now when you get your flow blocks and you get them in those key areas, your productivity explodes. Right. That's, that's wonderful. Yeah. I think it's, it's one of the things like to hear you say it, 
it, it sounds so simple, but it's something that everybody or almost everybody really, they, they skip over. They assume they can power through. They do, and they, they, the funny thing is they know what it feels like to be drained and be tired and right. be unfocused. And even with that insight and knowledge, they don't, most people don't realize that if they take these simple steps, there's actually going to be a real result and a real difference in how they perform and also how they feel. You're right, Andrew. And it's what it is, is it's, it's elegantly simple at the conceptual level. It's fiendishly complex uh, at the detail level. And so mm. like in my class, what I teach people online is that what, what, what you need to do is go through this course one week at a time, implement a little bit at a time. And it's, and it's highly iterative. Like, so everything that I teach my, our clients, my team, I've done myself. So I've optimized my health. I've optimized my brain. I've learned how to self-regulate my autonomic nervous system through heart rate variability. Um, I do mindfulness. I'm, I eat really great. I do something called time-restricted eating. Um, I used to never run. Now, I'm, now I can run a half marathon. Um, and um, I sleep way better than I used to sleep. That's something that will always be a battle for me because of my temperament. And the older you get, your sleep actually gets worse. So um, I'm doing everything that I teach. And, um, you know, I've had some pretty good success. You know, I had close to 50 stores before, run, managing 800 people. Wow. Uh, was the president of a bank when I was 35. And I'm more productive and more in, in getting I'm thinking better, I'm more productive, yet I'm less rushed than I was in anything before. Right. <laughs> if only you can bottle what you're doing now and transport that back in time to when you were 20, uh, right? Well, it doesn't work that way. That's yep. you learn <laughs> through life, right? So Exactly. Yeah. So, but the cool thing about all of this is it's not mystical. It's empirically validated in research and mm -hmm. you can learn it, you can teach it and learn it. And the payoff's amazing. So McKinsey did a study. When you operate in the zone, 500 to 500% improvement in productivity, 500%. Okay, so you can work on Monday and take the rest of the week off and you get the same amount done. Now, I'm not suggesting you do that. Right. Uh, secondly, I think it's uh, uh, DARPA, the military, 490% acceleration of your learning when you're in flow state. And then the last stat I'll quote is University of Sydney, 430% improvement in your creative problem solving. So with those kind of gaudy numbers, think about what you can do if you can get there. Yeah. And I put a lot of extra weight on the military stuff because for me, I think sometimes the military, people don't even realize because they don't research it. Military might talk about topics that are controversial or that almost seem almost airy-fairy at times, but it's like, this is the military and they, they, use this and they implement this in their operations and yeah. they don't care. And I don't think this sounds silly and I don't think anyone listening sounds silly, but I'm saying if it did, they don't care if it sounds silly, they care about what works. So when you're giving me a stat from DARPA, I mean, I, I think all you, all of them are legitimate, but that one specifically, right. when we're talking about the military making decisions, that is your reminder that it doesn't like, this is legit. And yeah. Um, yeah. I, again, I haven't had the benefit of, of using your stuff because I'm just discovering you now, but like, wow, I can't wait to learn more. Um, I, the reason I'm so on board and I'm so happy that you're here sharing this with people is people are surprised when they talk to me and they ask about like my book and I tell them I wrote it about nine weeks 
And the book before that, I wrote it about five and a half weeks. And most of that writing was done in concentrated 90, 90 minute periods of time in the morning, only because I personally self-assessed that that's when I can get it done. You, you're, that was flow. You were in it. No yeah. question about it. Yep. And what a lot of people do it accidentally and you, you've learned how to engineer it more purposefully and that makes you very unusual. Um, and most people would like to learn how to do it where it's at will. You know, for me, literally, I can drop into it anytime I want. And again, because what it is, is focus concentration for an extended period of time. That's mm-hmm. all it is. Okay. It's not some mystical woo woo thing. Right. Right. So, yeah. So I don't know how fair this question is because obviously a lot of people, different people with different lifestyles and different levels yeah. of attention and energy are listening, but what's a good high level piece of advice or insight you could share for that most people can take and implement right now to see some kind of jump in their boost or their performance? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I'd say I'll give you two. One would be um, go on YouTube and look up a video for diaphragmic breathing. Um, now, you know, when we coach someone, we get a lot better results than just going to a YouTube video and watching it. But if you could do that and get uh, do that three times a day for five minutes, um, you will notice a difference in um, how resilient you are and your level of calmness and your ability to pay attention. OK, wow. um, uh, and it's cumulative. So it's like compound interest when you, like I've done it every day, nonstop since May of 2016. And so it takes a lot, I've literally, virtually nothing can rattle me now. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, if we had a foreign power attack us, <laughs> and also we're trying <laughs> to, you know, protect yourself, that'd be different. But, right. um, you know, this whole COVID thing, as it happened and unfolded, um, I've literally not had a bad day where I wasted it in worry. Um, I've been able to just get rid of that and just focus on what I control. And that would not have been true to, of me before. So that's one thing. Second thing would be, um, you know, you've got to figure out how to manage your distraction. And um, I mean, there's some amazing stats, you know, Americans spend over five hours a day on their smartphones and that phone is literally killing your dreams. Mm. And uh, I would say, you know, I can't, I can't like really go into it here too long because um, I, I don't want to be, um, teach, give you some half truth that you, that you have implement and doesn't help you. But right. if you, if you can learn how to manage your relationship with your phone and do that breathing, you'd have two things that could help you right away from this show. And obviously we can help you do all that better if you research us a little bit. Yeah. And I think there's something to be said for doing even just one or two things. I, it's kind of funny because um, probably 12 years ago, I, I decided to uh, cut out like, you know, carbonated drinks, you know, soda, yeah. like soda, basically. And um, it was a huge help in just in terms of like losing weight and getting in shape. And now it's funny because I've done that when I want to take my next route to getting in shape. I've got a whole new challenge because I don't get yeah. to use that anymore. No, but no. yeah, but the point, like when I did it, it just that one thing of of stopping that sugar intake made such a huge difference for me. And hearing yeah. the diaphragmic breathing thing you're talking about, which to me is like kind of blowing my mind. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I am assuming, and you'll correct me if I'm wrong, that one of this extra things that it's done is it's given you the ability to think uh, not just clearly, but strategically. I'm assuming right. you're coming up with better ideas for products, for business, for the implementation of your business, for marketing. I'm making that assumption about you that you're doing this. 
No, that is true. And it's because I combined it with sleep optimization and neurofeedback, which is part of our brain program. But um, that breathing is one component of something called heart rate variability. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you might, if you don't mind, I can explain that a little bit because yeah, go for um, it. Um, there's a Harvard doctor that I've cited in my book that said if I could use one biometric, it would be heart rate variability. And um, what that is is there's when your heart rate has a beat, the time difference between the beats it should be highly variable. And when it's static or not static, but the same, that's kind of brittle. And so think of how life comes at you. It's very variable, right? Life doesn't just smoothly unfold. And so a heartbeat that is more variable is better for a life that is more variable. Okay. Mm -hmm. So if you have a heart rate that is very brittle and life comes at you, its ability to flex and be resilient is limited. And so nine of the 10 leading causes of death in America are linked, uh, are correlated to low heart rate variability. The only one that it's not are traffic accidents. So um, heart rate variability is something everyone should learn. Um, I even saw a study uh, this morning or yesterday where people with high heart rate variability are actually faring better with COVID if they get it than those who have low. So Mm. um, HRV is something that you can learn and we teach it. And, um, And what it does, it also is correlated with mental health disorders and everything. And so if you just think about it logically, Um, if you've got really good flexibility in your heart, then you're going to handle life better and you're going to think better and you're going to be calmer. And if you have poor HRV, um, you're not going to handle stress very well at all. Cause you know, on a high level, if I'm, you know, I'm coming as a novice, but what your heart is doing is it's being more, um, flexible in terms of like how much oxygen to send to your different parts of your body when they need it, like your brain and like your muscles to um, go with the situation. Whereas low, you know, when stress has got you down, like your body's stuck in that unhealthy state. So that's my interpretation of what you're saying on why that's so important. Yeah, Yeah, that's close. Yeah. And you know, the brain consumes a lot of oxygen, Uh, like over 70% of your brain's energy comes from oxygen. Mm. And when um, so the value of the diaphragmic breathing is is that it it oxygenates your brain much better because what happens is most people breathe in little sippy breaths every day and when you do that um, I've heard this analogy by a neuropsychologist I know he says you're literally using the he said your lung capacity is like a tennis court if you were to spread out all the little alveoli sacs in your lungs they would cover a tennis court there's like 300 million of these things wow. If you breathe like a sippy cup breath, you're only using the size of a dinner table of your lungs. So by, by engaging diaphragmic breathing, you're engaging more, you're using the whole tennis court. And when you do that, that, and that enables your brain to get the oxygen it needs, and now the heart doesn't have to work as hard. And so you can engage the more of the recovery side of uh, wow. the yeah, this is this is so fascinating. Um, I'm so thank you. I'm so glad you're here sharing this. I, I hope that there are certain people listening right now, the people that are stressed, the people that are overwhelmed, and th- that that kind of don't understand like that there's a way out of this. I hope they're hearing this and they understand like, <clears throat> excuse me, there are yeah, simple, easy little things that you can do that add up and build up to 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 like a real difference maker. Um, 
And um, we kind of talked before we, we hopped on the call here. Usually, like, I ask people, like, hey, they want to connect and learn more. Like, where do they go? Um, we're actually, we're, um, I want to, because I care so much about this, we're preparing um, a special link. And I've pre-decided, like, you're going to be episode number 58 on Shatter the Mold. So when people listening to this, if they go to shattertheMoldPodcast.com and they go to episode 58, we'll have this link prepped. And um, maybe you can talk about, like, one or two things they can expect when they go there and what they can learn. Yeah, so, <laughs> excuse me. So the link is going to take them uh, directly to um, a landing page that is going to explain our Get Into the Zone course, which is an online course, um, which is a great way to enter our world because they're going to get all of these tips about how to engineer their life and their health and their physiology and their psychology to help them become a peak performer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from that course, they can decide, Hey, you know what? I really want more of this. So I want to go into this direction with this coaching program or this coaching program. Okay. Rather than jumping somebody right to one of our complex coaching programs. So we built this bridge and, and it's really been good. Our clients like it a lot better than the, the way we were doing it before. So that's mm-hmm. what they'll experience. Um, and something, you know, uh, one of the biggest benefits that they get out of going through our course and our coaching programs is at the end of the day, they're going to learn how to manage stress in a very healthy, adaptive way. Because when you don't, you're on, the, you're on a freight train to chronic disease. Mm-hmm. And so that, that's, that's our promise to people is, you know, and I'm thinking about even setting up a more simplified coaching program where we skip the brain part and just do the breathing and the sleep. Right. And help people manage stress because if they get that right, so much falls into place. And so, you know, I think, you know, you've inspired me. I'm going to create that product now. So. Nice. There you go. Yeah. Just one conversation. Cool. So we're, we're just about wrapping up here. I guess the last question I really want to go with here is, you know, to either people out there or to your past self, I want you to choose, but to sure. an earlier version of you or people listening right now, what's the one number one piece of advice or insight or wisdom that you would love to share right now? Um, I, what I would say is, you know, if you're an adult working, um, we're, we're entering into a world where Ray Kurzweil, the director of engineering at Google says, we're going to experience 20,000 years of change in, in 21st century. Okay. Stephen Kotler, who wrote the book, the rise of Superman said, at a conference I was at, we're going to experience a hundred years of change just in the 2020s. And we're kind of feeling that right now already. And, and, and so the way you approach, it's going to change people's jobs. It's changing industries. And what, what needs to happen at the personal level is you need to be able to learn new things quickly and you need to be able to sustain high levels of peak performance. Okay. If you, and if you can do those things, you're going to adapt just fine through all this change because it's not something we should fear. We should embrace it. Um, so I guess my advice would be think the long game and have a learning mindset, invest in yourself and learn and, and think about sustainability of your performance. Okay. Anybody can gin it up for a week or a month, but um, there's a way to take care of yourself and actually improve your well-being while achieving more and and what we believe at tiger is is that you can get more done and not run as fast work as long or work as hard 
Mm-hmm. And, 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 and the way, the reason we say that is because that's sustainable peak performance. Right. And and the, it, old, the old Steve wasn't sustainable and he burned out. And like you'd mentioned before, I mean, this is exponential stuff. You, this isn't the thing where you achieve a state and then, oh, well, congratulations, you've achieved the state. No, it gets better and better and better because it keeps building on a stronger foundation over time. It compounds, right. When you, when you, can, when you can stack a well-planned day on top of another well-planned day where you got into flow and, and while you were in flow, you were doing the strategic things that are going to drive you toward your goals and dreams. And you stack that day by day, week by week, quarter by quarter, year by year. That's how you get the impossible done. I love it. Steve Adams. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you for sharing this insight and this wisdom. I'm pers- this is kind of close to me because again, I know without even having the benefit of, of the stuff that your stuff that would have taken me on a higher level, I understand the value in how I've used flow for my business to get me to another level. And yeah. that's why I'm so excited that we're sharing this information with people right now. So thanks so much for being here today. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you, Andrew. Thanks so much again, Steve, for that awesome, awesome interview. Uh, really exciting, interesting stuff. Guys, if you haven't done so already, now's a great time to pull out that phone, hit that subscribe button. And if you haven't done so already, leave a quick, honest, written review. Let me know what you thought of my interview with Steve and how the prior episodes have been so far. And also, you know, stick around. We've got a lot more really awesome guests on the way. And it's so funny. I have a bunch that I'm ready to pull the trigger on. And I've just been so busy um, with the book and the new YouTube channel. I've been a little slow to push these out, but that's about to change because I got a huge list of people and I want to push them out. And uh, let me tell you, you're going to really love these interviews that I've got coming up. So stick around. But with that said, I'm out and I'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to Shatter the Mold at www.shatterthemoldpodcast.com. My name is Andrew S. Kaplan. My name is Andrew S. Kaplan, and it's time to shatter the mold.